What's up, everybody? This is the Max and Daniel podcast. I'm Daniel with my co-host, Max. What's up, guys? Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Max and Daniel podcast. We're here two days after the Kobe Bryant tragedy. And um, yeah, we just wanted to do an emergency Kobe podcast. Um, how you feeling, Dan? I'm feeling sad. This is like a therapy talk for me. Yeah, a rough one. Because I will always love Kobe Bryant, and it's just, um, it's just not something, it's the last thing you would ever expect to happen. Yeah, that way. The sports world is just, like, crushed. And, um, yeah, I'm still sad. It's probably going to be like, it's probably going to be something on my heart for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, we just wanted to get some thoughts and feelings out today. Um, First off, I I first want to say that I was shocked that the NBA continued playing on Sunday. Yeah, poor decision. I thought that was a bad decision. Like... How how can you tell the players to keep playing? Yeah, especially knowing that all of them idolized him, you know? It, it's that age range where the 19 through 25-year-olds looked up to this guy, you know? Yeah. Knew and, him personally. And I, I get it's a business, and everyone paid their tickets, and people want the show to continue, but mm-hmm. I think that was a terrible call. Yeah. I, I, I get that they can't do it for long, but day of, I think they should have done it. Day of, they should have done it. And it's easily one of or the worst tragedy in sports. Yeah. I mean... It's definitely the, the, the most impactful superstar that's ever left us that way. Easily. No doubt. I mean... And there's just a lot of people affected... Like obviously the other people on the on the helicopter, mm-hmm. um, and you know his daughter, who was probably gonna be a superstar. Yeah. She was like the one that that was really into sports. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Did you see the UConn head coach? Mm-mm. They like did a ceremony and they had like a UConn jersey with her name on the back. Oh, that's sick. You know, and that was. That was her path. That was where she was probably going to go. Yeah, for Play for sure. Gino. And, um... Going to be a baller, most likely. It's just... It's just a reminder that life is precious. Like... Yeah. Life is just precious. The ups, the downs, everything about it. Like... Whether you're going through crazy success or you're going through, like, deep depression. Like, you're you're living life. Right. You know? That is life, is all of it, and I'll I'll take I'll take any of it over death. Absolutely. Um, as hard as it is, sometimes like, dude, it's just yeah. I think a lot of people are at a loss of words, and if you're at a loss of words out there, it's okay. Just. Just be sad and just mourn. Yeah, he was a great 
top five ever in terms of competitiveness like we said many times it was two guys at that level Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant no one was more competitive than them, those two no like maybe in sports yeah easily yeah right yeah just demanded it from the teammates demanded it from the coach mm-hmm. 100% of the time a lot of people are salty at Kobe yeah, like a I lot mean, of a lot of athletes. I mean, obviously, it's the guys that aren't competitive, but it's the guys that were getting yelled at and getting ripped because they weren't giving it their all. And they couldn't handle it. Yeah, they couldn't handle just someone so real that demanded so much. Um. And. Yep. Yeah, he was. But, yeah, and then you hear so much about like successful people. <clears throat> Kind of neglecting their families. Yeah. Kobe didn't do that. Yeah, he was a straight family man from the outside looking in. That was a big reason why he took helicopters. Mm-hmm. Save so, time. So save time. Crazy. So he could train and be with his family. Um, yeah, and we and just so you guys know, we just watched, um, I guess they leaked the video of the helicopter spinning out of control, hitting the mountain. And I'll never watch that again. I'm. I guess I'm. I watched it, you know. But I just all I all I think about is what was going on in Kobe's mind, and the fear in that helicopter, man, between everybody, all the families. Yeah. Just knowing, it's gonna be over right now. Yep, and the image. Yeah, he's probably holding his daughter. It's. It's rough. It's just horrible. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but. How about positive things? Like, what, what, what was it that Kobe taught you, if you could nail it down to one thing? Like, as a little boy, like, you're obviously a huge Kobe Bryant fan by your card collection and all your Kobe gear that you have. Like, what was the one thing that made you, like, that you took away from, from Kobe's life. You, just mean, like, uh, I would say like passion being, being relentless. Um, I would love how he was never satisfied with how he was playing. You know, right. like he was scored and he'd want to score again. Right. And, um, I totally took that with me as an athlete. Like I went a route, get back in line, I went another route. Like I played football mm-hmm. with trying my best to have the mama mentality. Um just you know, just trying my best to kind of be like him. Yeah. But like he was so calm when he was when he was competing. Sure all the, all that really matters was all that really mattered was like the next play. Like compete your ass off right now and then and then do it again. Yeah. And then do it again and do it again. Until until people just respect you. And like that's that was Kobe. Just he never really uh he was never really chilling when he was playing, but he was always chilling because he was so confident. I think he just worked harder than everybody. Like, yeah. So he, he just didn't have nerves. Like, why would a guy that works harder than everybody and knows that ever be nervous? 
you know, if you truly work harder than everyone around you, you're not going to feel nervous, mm-hmm. you know? Like, maybe if you only work a little bit harder and you're just a nervous guy, but he made it a point and he was always clear that, like, nobody worked harder than him, whether it was his teammates or the guys on the other team. Yeah. And, yeah, you could see that. He had he had the supreme confidence at all times, you know? And he, and he wore it well. That was a cool thing about Kobe that I liked, being somebody that's, like... Um, I, I think I would try to be a relatively humble person. Um, and, and being humble is not always a, a, a great thing. Like, I feel like Kobe wasn't always humble. And, and that's something that I admired about Kobe is that Kobe was so like, he wanted to be a champion and he just owned being great. Like he yeah. knew he was supposed to be great. And that's, I don't know, that's, that's something I learned from him is that you got to want to be great too, you know? Yeah, you have to say it. You have and, to say it. I am great. I am great. I will. I want to be great. Or not even great. In his case, I'm. I'm going to be the best. Yeah. He came into the league at 18 years old, saying, "I'm going to be better than Michael Jordan." He got a lot of criticism for that. Yeah. He like publicly said that. Mm-hmm. You know. But. He damn near was. He was close. Close number two. If he didn't think that, he wouldn't have been in the same stratosphere. Can't even say. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's just that mental space that he was in, having the confidence to believe that that was even possible, made him close, you know? Yeah. He just, like, would do anything to win off the court. Yeah, any little edge. That's what I love. He was... Yeah. Also, another side of him that was always just cool to see is, like, just as a man, like, you look at him, he had the the perfect family, you know, a bunch of... Uh, daughters and spoke five languages I was just like damn like this guy how how does he have the time to to become so intellectual and be a good father and be the best basketball player on the earth like Mm -hmm. just impressive life you know Mm -hmm. and and then you know there's the dark side of of his rape case um and his like his history with like a lot of women Sure, and you gambling. Know, and, and, like, you hear a lot about that, and then um, you think, like, man, um, maybe he wasn't, like, a great person off the court, but you just can't pass judgment because you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know um, what he did and what kind of father he was, and you just don't know. There's just so much you don't know about the story. Um, exactly. But... Looking in, it just seems like um, he lived, he did it all, you know? Yeah. Like, his human experience was, like... Epic. Yeah. It's almost, like, unfathomable, you know? Like, who gets to live a life like that? I know. Like, it seems fake. Like, he was a legit superhero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, taking his daughter to his games in in a helicopter. Yeah, he was Batman. He was real life fucking Batman. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's just. It's a tough loss. It just seemed. When I found out the news, it, it, it took two or three sources for me to even begin to wrap my head around it. It just seemed so wrong. It still just doesn't seem right. You know? Yeah. It feels. It just. It's weird to me because I've never felt lost for somebody that I didn't know. Like, I never thought I would 
I mean, Kobe Bryant is somebody that was uh, not in my realm. Like, I didn't know him personally. I didn't think that would I could be sad genuinely, like, for days from somebody that I didn't know. Um, but I definitely felt that with him. Yeah. I just feel like you can't, you can't even celebrate this guy enough. Like, I don't know what the NBA has planned or whatever they want to do. Yeah. You know, change the logo. I, I, I like it. <laughs> I like the change the logo idea. Um, no disrespect to Jerry West, but Kobe's a little more worthy, I think. He was more worthy. Yeah. I think Jerry would agree. Yeah, Jerry would agree. And, I don't know, name, name staples after Kobe. Yeah, the, the Kobe Center. The Kobe Center. Easy. Why not? I don't think Staples would be mad. They need to, yeah. They, they, like you said, they can't do enough. He, you don't think you can, yeah, you, you can't do enough. You, you could build, you could build a... You could retire his jersey, do all these little things. It's just... Another thing that the NBA tried to do was like these 24-second violations. Yeah. And then like the 8-second backcourt violations. Right. I don't get it. I mean, it's cool. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's clever. I just, I just find it, like, extremely underwhelming. Right. I agree. I mean... It's just, like, cool. It's like, no. I think they were, everyone was just so, so much in shock. They just, like, were like... Everybody knew it, it felt wrong to play, and they were like, if we're going to play, we have to do something, you know? And that was their half-ass attempt of like respecting Kobe. It was it was it was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It was. It it was. It was Why did they smart. keep playing? And you know, um, yeah, that was. That yeah, was bad. it's hard. You you listen to these talk shows. I was listening to a guy, and they were talking about like retiring his jersey across like. Like every single team should be forced to retire their their uh, number eight and twenty four, and if you have those numbers, you have to switch, you know. And the guy was just like saying, "No, I think that's a little excessive." So anybody that's on that side of things is just gonna look like a dick, you know. Like it's not excessive. It's not excessive. It's not excessive. But but you have to understand, like immediately, people are back into the business world, like all the money that they would lose, all the players that have number 24. Immediately. But that's what people think. Yeah. You know? People are more concerned with that because that's their livelihood, you know? You've been re- <laughs> I bet you there's some players right now that are rocking 2-4 that, like, wouldn't be happy to give it up, you know? It's just, like, we spend... Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I don't know. This is my shit, too. I'm like, <laughs> dude. Dude. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um... What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Um, but. It's a rough one. That's for sure. I hope the Lakers win. I hope the Lakers win the championship this season. I think the Lakers will win the championship this year. It would be good for the city. They need it. Nipsey and. Nipsey and Kobe, same year. It's just rough. Um, but the way Kobe went out, man, and the way Nipsey went out was awful. Right, right. Nothing, nothing taken away from Nipsey Hustle, bro, at all. Legend. But helicopter crash, taking his daughter to the Mamba Center, Mamba Academy. And a lot of people, I hate the narrative of like, 
and and I heard it a few times like, well, if you take so many helicopters, you know, but I looked it up and and the the chances that you die in in a helicopter are like one and I think it was 900,000. Yeah. Which and the chances of you dying in a car are like one in 400,000. Something Co- like that. Kobe won't take a helicopter 10,000 times in his life. Yeah. He won't exactly. he won't even do it 5,000 times in his life. Yeah, it's like 0.0001%. Yeah. And um, I think that obviously, I mean, the story says that they shouldn't have been in the air and you can go down that path all day long and talk about, you know, whose fault it is, but it doesn't matter, you know, Mm -hmm. really doesn't matter. Just tragic, sad, you know, the, the, the whole world was definitely hurt. A lot of, a lot of athletes looked up to him. Soccer players, Ronaldo, you think Ronaldo like wasn't inspired by Kobe, like dude, like Jokic, Jokic, the tennis players in tears, like yeah. Tiger Woods is in tears, like everyone shook up, man. I'm shook up, like, like it's not supposed to happen. Yep, just a yeah. I I think his his whole life is like that perfect. Um, he's just a good role model for men to look at, you know, like even with the case and all, like he made a mistake came on live TV, came clean about everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he did not get accused of what he was accused of, but he he did say that, you know, he had committed adultery. And to, to go on live TV and, and do all that, like, and, and then make up for it by, like, I think we all look at him like he was a great family man, and he, and he was, mm-hmm. you know? I think just mistakes happen. and Mistakes happen, man. You, you, you have to forgive people. Sexual mistakes happen. They do. Uh, you know, it's not an excuse, and he didn't take an excuse. He right. took full accountability. I don't know another athlete that has ever done that. Right. Went on live TV and said, I did this. Right. You know? Right. You know how hard that was for both of them? And they made it through, and they had a beautiful family. Still do, you know? Yep. Um, yep. Hopefully, you know, they'll have endless amounts of support. I know they have... Um, you know, they should. They, I'm sure they do. Hopefully, there's a lot of good people around them to help. But you can't replace Kobe Bryant. Mm-mm. Impossible. Mm-mm. Won a Grammy. <sighs> he won an Academy Award. Academy Award, yeah, yeah, not a Grammy. I bet if he would have won a Grammy eventually, maybe. Um, that thing was good too. That li- I I swear <clears throat> I, I I was in tears from that little video. You know. Yeah. It's so relatable if you ever played sports. You're like, damn, like, I, I know I was, I'm sure you were very passionate about basketball and football in that light. Yeah. And when you, when you leave the game, there's something to be said about that. And he wrapped it up perfectly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just such an epic figure, man. He'll be remembered in thousands of years. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's one of those dudes. Um. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing much more I can say on this, uh, on this episode. Yeah. Except for uh, I'll just I'm just gonna keep, um, I'm probably just gonna keep posting highlights. Cause I have nothing else to do. I just want to just celebrate his greatness. Yep. Um, and just always remember him and keep his mindset in my mind. That's the key. you know and and. You know, uh, try my best to 
keep being like that. Exactly. It's it's one hell of a tall task, but stay hungry. Stay stay competitive for your dreams. Stay stay passionate, man, on what you love. Like that's what he was all about. Like love it, work hard at it. You know? So and I, and I think that mentality is going to live on for, for many, many years, you know, like anybody, whatever industry you're in, you know, take that Mamba mentality with you. Like, just know that you can always work harder because there are people out there working harder than you, you know, it's just the truth. Right. And if you think about those people and you really want to be better than them, you've got to be honest with yourself. How hard are you working? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that's one thing that. I'll definitely keep keep with me moving forward just thinking about this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, last thing Diana Taurasi was talking and she was like, you know, Kobe's like competitive ways were like in us all. Mhm. But like you said he made it okay. Right. He made it okay to just be a freak about winning. Yeah. And he was the ultimate poor sport. Oh, big time. You know, and that's so like shunned upon. And it's like... Because he backed it up. He's like, no, I won. I won. He's like, I did it this way and it worked. Yep, I won. Like, this is why we're here to play a sport. See who's the best and I'm the best. Yeah. So take that. It's a hell of a way to lead, and it, and it, it it's very effective, but only 1% of human beings can lead that way, you know? Yeah. And Kobe had it. Yeah. And like, like she said in, in that story, too, like, I think everybody has that in them when you want to hold somebody else accountable next to you, but it's like, did you put in the work to, to be able to do that, you mm-hmm. know? Not everybody did. Mm-hmm. And that's what gave Kobe that confidence, was always work ethic. That was always... There's so many stories of him at Team USA camp and he would just be like like out there for eight hours, like hitting up trainers at four AM and just be out there literally eight hours straight shooting into their practice. And nobody these are the best ten basketball players in the world and he's the only one doing that. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You know? Um and man, he 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 just truly, truly enjoyed working on his craft. Yeah, and he was like that. That totally, totally like fueled him. It's like you said earlier. Like I just think he he loved basketball more than anybody. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was obvious. Like even when he was young, when he was a rookie. Yeah, it was obvious. I was, dude, I was seven years old. I was like three. And like, I I knew he was the best. Yeah. I started collecting his cards when he was a rookie. I was like, this fool's the truth. Kobe Bryant, what a sick name. Yeah. And like, his style was just so different. He was just so, He was iconic so, from day one. So nasty with his, every, his handle. Obviously dunking and dribbling, but just, dude, he was just the coldest. Yeah. The coldest for so long. And it was cool how his career had like two different times, you know? Yeah. The eight and the twenty four, like 
Yeah, nobody's ever done that that like, way. Like the Mamba kind of came out in like yeah. 2008, 2007, 2008. He just like turned into like a different player. He yeah. was like a little older, little, like still had crazy bounce, but just like a little bit less bounce. Yeah, it was different. But like his shot got like crazy. Yeah. He just went straight Jordan post. Yeah. Like I'm just going to be be Michael Jordan right now. And that's what he did. Yeah. Just all and of a sudden he hit crazy fadeaways instead of dunking on people it was nuts and then sometimes he would he would go back to crazy dunks yeah and then people would be like oh he can still do that yeah yeah he was crazy (laughs) dude just man if you're a kid out there and you know not the guy to model your game off off of like he took the hardest shots in the world and just (laughs) made them yeah like you can't play like kobe man nobody can like he was inefficient. Yeah, but he was a fucking champion. Like, he just took these shots and... <laughs> it was nuts. Oh, boy. I can't believe we're talking about this. The whole... Yeah, so many ups and downs with him with the Shaq and Kobe thing, but, but just through all of it, like, how many rings did he end up with? Five? Five. Yeah, hard... how many... there's only limited guys with that many rings, too. Yeah, lost lost in the finals twice. Lost to the Pistons and the Celtics and the Celtics. And uh, and then came back and beat the Celtics. That was sick. That was in the, Game Seven. I think that was his favorite ring. Yep, because that was the first one without Shaq. First one without Shaq, or the first one without Shaq was the Magic. What was, was Magic first? Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Beat the Magic. The following year, lost to the Celtics. That's right. And then... And then yeah. beat the Celtics That's the year right. after that. It's... But it, it's crazy that they never he never played LeBron in the finals. Man, wish we, wish we could have seen that. I think we all know how it would have ended. I think not, we all know what would have happened. Not just saying that because here we are, but it's just the truth. You know? Dude, he for sure would have taken down LeBron in the finals. Yeah, he would have owned him. So I wish that gone. Heat team would have played the Lakers. Well, that if you add Dwayne Wade and that Heat team into the mix, it's completely different. Then maybe the Heat win, because D. Wade is like a top 20 player, too. Well, what about Pal? No. Kapow! That, that, <laughs> it, no, Kobe made that team great. His <laughs> counterparts were weak. I did not like Pal. KG was better than Pal. I know, but... Pow got it in on offense. It was all Kobe. He, Pow was Kobe's puppet. He just put him where he needed to be and told him to flip it in. <laughs> and the pick and roll. A seven footer that can make free throws. He, yeah, he was. He was. He averaged like seventeen a game. He was fine. The most skilled big man in the league. Yeah, seventeen a game and eight rebounds. No blocks. <laughs> Love that from your seven footer. No, he was great. Who else was on that team? He was smart. He was. A, he was the perfect big for Kobe. Oh, Lamar. Yeah, yeah. Odom was Odom was huge. Artest was huge. They were. I always thought the Laker players, I hate to say it, were, were a little overrated. They just did what Kobe told them to do, and it That's worked. That's true. That's true. You know? And then he would just bail them out. Yeah, he was the best player in the league. Yeah. Like, like and, and it wasn't even close. Like, LeBron, that's, a, that's the thing. You could go back and forth about the LeBron-Kobe thing, but LeBron hasn't won without a really, really good player next to him, and Kobe has. 
Yeah. Kobe won with his second best player being Lamar Odom. Not a Hall of Famer. I know. I mean, I, I mean, I don't even want to get into the Kobe LeBron. Yeah, thing, yeah, we won't go there. Like, you know, it, it was just a different NBA back then. For sure. Um, it would have been Cavs, Lakers, and Kobe would have won. Yeah. In like five or four. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But LeBron, it's not fair to LeBron. wasn't mature. He wasn't what he is now. They they no. were offset. They weren't, you know. Yeah, it was di- it was different times. LeBron was like nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> you want to call it? Yeah, hell of a podcast. We could talk about Kobe for all day, all week, all all month. We could talk about Kobe. Let's go one more thing. What's your favorite Kobe highlight? Best Kobe play. Your favorite Kobe play. If you had to pick one. Man. Uh, off the top of my head. Number one. One play. Um, I have to say, I love the dunk he had versus the Hornets in the playoffs. Uh, it was like, it was like round before. Yeah. Round one. He just caught it at the top of the key and just, Power. just, just rose up. And it was number 24 Kobe, so yep. it was kind of like... Older Kobe. People weren't expecting him to do that, and then he just went straight 2001 on everybody. That's right. Yeah, that was an amazing dunk. Dude, he has so many amazing dunks, but... Um, I gotta go with his game winner versus the Suns in the playoffs, but, you mm-hmm. know. He, he was running to the right? Ball, Yeah, ball's going out of bounds, it gets tipped in, and then he hits it over Raja Bell. Yeah. Yeah. He just got to his spot. Yeah, he just knew what he was going to do. He knew what he was going to do from the, from the half-court line. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a great play. And the play before that, to get the steal on the oh, inbound right. to tie it up, yep. Smush Parker got the tip. That's right. I just remember that because I've been watching YouTube highlights. I didn't. I don't remember it like that, everybody. But... Let us know what you guys think. Send us some, uh, if, if you made it this far, send us some comments of your favorite Kobe highlight. We'd your love favorite, to hear. Your favorite Kobe memory. Yeah, favorite Kobe memory. Did you ever meet him? No. I thought he might have signed that. You guys, I, I we, we forgot to mention this, I gotta say. I'll meet him one day in heaven. You will. I'm in, I'm in this apartment with my cousin, Daniel. We're cousins. I'm looking at a Laker blanket, and I'm staring to my right side, and we have a, a little picture of Kobe... And he, he has a, a shoebox full of Kobe Bryant rookie cards. Um, this guy was a real, real Kobe fan, as well as a plaque signed by Kobe that he let me keep in my barbershop um, that I happily returned once we found out about the news. But yeah, you were, you were a diehard. He die was your hard, guy. Diehard, dude. People were annoyed by my disgusting obsession with Kobe. I remember you had these little fucking old Sprite cans with Kobe on them and you saved them just because his picture was on it. Dude, I had... You had every everything Kobe. I had two ex-girlfriends call me and say, I'm so sorry for your loss. That's, yeah. Like, they knew. They knew what was up. I was obsessed with Kobe. It's, and, it's real. Uh, it's just hitting me hard, man. It's just, he's too big to die. He was too big to die. He was. He had such great plans, too. He had huge plans. 
But you got to see it with that one quote that says, you know, don't be af- don't be afraid of death. Be af- be afraid of not living. And if that's how you live your life, then, you know, you'll never die. Yeah, Co- Kobe. <laughs> Every, everybody's going to die. That's inevitable. But not everybody gets to live. And Kobe lived one hell of a life. You know? Seriously. One hell of a life. We're all going to die. Yeah, I think he would be very happy to say he, he lived the life that he did versus living until he was 80 and it was just like a different life. Yeah. You know? Not being great. Yeah. Kobe's cashing in his checks. You know? He's good. Yeah. He did it right. All right, guys, thanks for listening if you made it this far. Thank um, you, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. Thank you. See you guys next time on the Max and Daniel Podcast.